0: Hello there. Evidence that we're coming out of lockdown is that I've had my hair cut. Uh, I want to talk today about the importance of vulnerability. And uh, that doesn't seem to be a particularly spiritual thing to talk about. But I would like to suggest that it's actually really, really important because another word for vulnerability is authenticity and in our culture we're encouraged to put up a front uh we do our best tweets i've never seen anyone uh tweet it's been an average day today uh we put our best um uh, photos on instagram uh we put the right filter on them to make them look the best uh we 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 we, we try and give out give the image of ourselves the idealist idealized image of who we would like to be. And the problem with that, the problem, not just on social media, but in real life of of presenting an idealized image of ourselves is that nobody really knows us. And uh, I have friends in Southern California and uh, they tell me uh, uh, that, that so many in that culture, Whether it's physical with plastic surgery or uh, in other ways, they don't let anyone get close because the fear is if they do, they'll discover that I'm not as cool and hip and trendy or together as I make out, out that I am and then they might not like me. There's nothing better than being known and finding out that uh, not just your idealized image but who you really are is loved and accepted not only by God but also by a few others and when we just present an idealized image I can't say that word for some reason you know what there's there's it means that there's another part of us that we hide which we're ashamed of it's the hidden part and and uh, the, the hidden shadow side of our lives we end up trying to push down and push away so and, and but the thing is it is also part of who we are and when we're ashamed and filled with shame we hide we hide part of who we are rather than bringing that aspect of ourselves into the open uh, before others as well as before God and Jesus who was Perfect humanity. Uh, He was vulnerable and he was vulnerable. He allowed people to see, the disciples to see uh, his tears and his agonies and his questions. He wept over Lazarus. He wept over Jerusalem. Uh, When a whole bunch of people left him because his teaching was too hard, he turned to the disciples and he said, Are you going to leave me too? in the garden of Gethsemane he sweated blood and he said father take this cup from me but nevertheless not my will but yours be done and what amazes me is not that he said that but he didn't go into a very private place and say it when no one else could hear and then come out I'm okay no 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 he said it in front of the disciples he let them see his agony that he, he let them see his questioning, they, he let them see all of his humanity. Now he never sinned, he never doubted God but he was honest and true about his feelings because feelings are part of being human and Jesus as well as being fully divine, fully God was also fully human being, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I was on a a Zoom conversation with other leaders uh, very recently and uh, uh, we were all asked how we were doing and everyone said actually pretty good things um, except me and I felt a bit bad about that. But what I felt a bit sad about was some of the people who said that everything was great and how they were triumphing and how they were not just uh, surviving, but thriving, had just told me a couple of days earlier in private conversations, how they were struggling. And I was like, oh, now I'm not cross with them. I don't um, judge them in any way. They're my friends, I love them. But I'm a little bit sad that in that culture, Everyone had to put up a front and had to say the best which wasn't untrue but I don't know about you but I've discovered in my life when people ask me how I'm doing I can answer one of two ways and they're both true yeah it's great all this is great and yeah this is terrible all this is terrible it's like the twin tracks on a railway and actually to say both is to be authentic To say both is to be really human and show our humanity. And not only when we do that, do we discover that that people love us more, not less, when they know our struggles, but we also discover that we set them free. We set others free to be authentic and not to have to pretend. There's been enough pretense in the church. There's been enough hiding our shame when we come, you know, um, James says in his letter, confess your sins to one another that you might be healed. There's a healing that comes when we confess our sins, our faults, our failings, our questions and our doubts, just like the psalmist does. Look how a third of the psalms, the psalms of lament, are psalms of where are you God? My tears have been my food all night do not abandon me and, you, and in that reality comes praise yet will I praise you I'm not going to put my happy charismatic evangelical Christian smile on I'm going to be honest with you God and before others and yet will I praise you because you are good and you are my God in the midst of the bits that I want to hide. I don't have to hide anything from you because healing comes when I confess it to you, when I bring it to you, and healing comes relationally when I confess it to others. I am so glad that I have people in my life who see the worst in me, who know all about me, who can predict me, and still utterly, for some bizarre reason, Love me. It's brought healing to me. It's brought release to me. It's brought joy to me. It's brought humanity to me. Go for it. Find a few. And I don't mean, I don't mean with everybody everywhere. You know, someone says, Hi, how are you? You know, have some emotional intelligence. Maybe they're not wanting a 20-minute life history. But there are some. That we can go deeper with. There are some and I encourage you to do that. It will bring release to you and it will actually bring life to them. God bless you.